When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It's time to chat some bollocks about fanny tits and bum. No topic is off the limit for these potty mouth foul mums. So tell us all your secrets, we like to share the truth. About saggy tits and anal warts and ice cubes up your hoof. No, no holes barred. Oh god. Right, hi. Oh god, hi. Oh god. If you're listening to this right now, I am in the depths of uh Christmas holidays because my children are off school and we are doing a preemptive early record. Yes. We are fast approaching Christmas, aren't we? It's like two weeks yeah. basically, and then that's it. Jesus, Jesus Christ. Have you bought your presents? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. You know, when you like you're at, I've I feel like I'm forgetting people. But I keep thinking like, oh, I don't need to get anything for my dad. It's like shit, that's a yeah. Do you know oh, what I mean? It's gone, a weird yeah. thing. It's like I don't. He's probably the person the that you would have most. Oh God! Oh God! Yeah, it's that's weird. Yeah, I, I, mean, I, I think I'm, I'm I'm, we our present giving is very limited now, actually, because oh, we, yeah, like we do like Secret Santa with the my main family. Well, you know what? We haven't done anything the with kids. the adults. Yeah, for years. that's it. It's, it's always just we've the kids. We've just basically isn't it? done the kids. Yeah. So yeah. Um, it's fucking great. We the are going, we're going up, though. We're going up to the old Midlands over oh. Christmas. Mm. Yes. I'm, I'm very uh, apprehensive because we are sharing a hotel room, all four oh, of Lord. us. Yeah. Oh, Lord. Oh, God. Oh, Lord. Oh, mate. <laughs> we're in a Premier Inn. Um, You're not going to cope well with that. I know. It's only two nights. I'll be okay. I, I'm trying to be in my mind like, it's an adventure. Yeah. A really shit, sleepless adventure. <laughs> it will be fine. I'm, it's I not think let's just, just go in knowing what's going to happen. Edith's going to sleep in my bed mm-hmm. and Oliver and Edith. Oh, oh, sorry. Oliver and Rob can have the single beds. Let's just let's just put it out there right now because we all know that's the scenario that will end up unfolding. So mm-hmm. I'm just going to commit to it, you know, just own it. Just yeah. own it. But that'd be nice. Yeah. So I think we're going to go see Panto as well. You got any Christmas? I love a bit of shitty Christmas Panto at Christmas. Uh, no, I haven't. Uh, we don't really go to the Panto. Well, you know, Oliver, he's such a... A farter. I'm in the farter jar. We went last year, but that's the first time, and we we don't we haven't we're not going back. So it's not that we it's not that we hated it. Shit. I just think like Toby went to one, and it was like an on ice one. So we've got an ice rink yeah, local to us, and I think oh, actually, I'd love to do that. I think that's, yeah, that's great. It's cool. a bit different. Yeah, you know, rather than sitting there and watching some random person like, that literally used to see be a that celebrity. celebrity be like Jack and the Beanstalk, yeah. Yeah. I kind of like that. I do. But yeah, uh, so we're going to go to Vanessa Feltz's ex-husband. That's who was in it last. He did that song, that, hey, what's wrong with when you? You're looking <laughs> kind of to me. That's such a know. tune. I love that. Ah, I didn't know that he was did his that song. song. Right. 
He was married to her at the time, okay. but then literally a couple of months later, she confirmed that they were separated because he was banging other people, I think. Oh, Lord. Yeah, I, I saw that. I think he was being a naughty, naughty boy. Eh? That whole breakup. I saw it on a social media. Yeah. I like Vanessa Feltz. I yeah, really she like seems her. nice. She, she seems just seems nice. like one of those people you could sit around and she would just give you fucking great advice. Yeah. Yeah, you she's uh, she's seen a lot. She's done a lot. Did she do Big Brother? Oh, I made that yeah. up. Yeah, no, she, she did. did. She did. Everyone's done Big Brother, haven't they? Oh, my fucking hell. I Everyone. mean, I've not watched it since Davina McCall did it, but... No, I spent a I long can't time. believe it's come back. I don't think I ever watched the celebrity one. I, I stopped watching it when it was just normal people because I found that more interesting somehow. I think I watched some oh, no, of I watched the celebrity a bit with Jackie. Jackie's Oh, God, yeah. Out. And then, um, what's her name? David Bowie's ex-wife. Yeah, that's right. And David Guest, when she was when she'd been told David that David Bowie. Guest! <laughs> that was so ridiculous. That was oh. the most fucking incredible thing. I do I've love a bit witnessed. of trash reality TV. You know me and Made in Chelsea. Yeah, I've been watching do. that this morning, mate. Doing my workout. I, I have to say, my trashy TV is two things. It's yeah. selling sunset. Yep. Which is awful. It's up there, isn't it? The, the worst of the worst. They're so awful. I can't watch them. I yeah. know. And then it's keeping up with the Kardashians. But I've actually, it's really, I have to say, I've had to stop watching Keeping Up with the Kardashians because I have found it hasn't done me any favors. Right. It's actually made me feel more depressed about my life. Really? Well, because <laughs> the, the comparison little beast kicks in. Because if, yeah, because I also it actually fucking really gets on my cock that they're yeah. like, oh my god, we're just so like I just basically they are paid to show that they're normal when okay. they are the epitome of anything but normal, <laughs> and they're like, we're just trying to get across the fact that we're really good, kind, loving people, and it's like incredibly no one else, rich and privileged people, but yeah. nobody else needs to do that. Nobody no. else needs to prove the fact that they're not a cunt. <laughs> And so by doing that and then making it a TV show couldn't be any level higher of narcissism if it tried. Yeah, like not real. Yeah. It's just, it's hard, isn't it? I think especially in the current global climate and um, just the fact it's a cost of living crisis and you just, oh, and then all these people like just, Private yeah. jets. Fuck off. Yeah. And don't, don't tell me. And like, just, do you know the thing that fucks me off the most? I, I'm triggered probably because invariably I am the person that is always taking care of our children is the fact that Kim Kardashian likes to try and imply that she finds it very difficult trying to manage looking after all four of her children. And that is fine as a single parent. That must be so difficult. But do not, do not ever not acknowledge the number of fucking nannies you have. Yeah, exactly. That's the bit that fucks me off. She never talks about it. Yeah. She always makes that as if she's doing it all on her own and that makes me cross. No, there's Because in actual staff, fact, there are genuine there? single mothers out there that are going, why can't my life look like hers? She's got four kids. She's managing it. Is she fucked? She goes to Mexico for a week and her kids don't even notice that she's fucking gone. Oh, mate. Imagine. Sounds like she's living the dream. I'm just jealous. That's why I'm jealous. What I am <laughs> is horrifically jealous of their life. <laughs> and then they go, oh, oh my God. God. Like, you, you know, we still go through heartache. It's like, yeah, mate, but the heartache is slightly less awful because you've got loads of money <laughs> i think that's it i think we just have less sympathy for it don't we because it's like look at your life it's just so, so oh, i couldn't imagine being that rich you must yeah i'd love it i'd be so good at it 
<laughs> right. You just spend it all in about a week. You're like, yeah, back it, back it. It's, it's, yeah, it's, um, there is a lot of that on social media, but I think generally social media just makes you feel a bit shit, doesn't it? Yeah. You know, a lot of, it's a lot of the best of rather than the actual reality of life, which is yeah. why we serve such an excellent purpose, Laura. We do the very, very opposite. We do the opposite. And we share the shit bits. Um, I've yeah. got a f- terrible cold, as you can probably hear. Sure. Well, I think you, you you briefed us on Monday about it. And I did, still, still have here. Because that was still only here. three three days ago. It makes you sound a bit sexy. It does make me sound a bit sexy. A bit posh. If I put on my posh sort of... And you've got a posh this. jumper on. She's got a very posh, posh jumper posh on today, guys. Yes, this is you my do, posh jumper. You do look like you are... I'm a very nice part of London. Thank you, darling. I'm I'm absolutely not. <laughs> <laughs> um, I dyed my I, I not dyed it. I used this like colour thing on my hair. Yeah, and it's done absolutely nothing. That's good, isn't it? But isn't that yeah. because your hair is your hair is so wonderful that it says I don't need to change? No, but I just wanted it to be a bit more poppy on the red. You know, oh, like, okay. have like a bit more vibrancy because it does dull down. I can't believe you don't have one grey. Just upset. Are you joking me? me? I've got fucking shit loads now. Oh, you I'm sure don't. we talked about this. They're all under here. You can't. You can't really. It is hard That's to see. That's not shitloads, mate. But the thing is, I think because my hair's reddish, I think it's harder to spot them because they just look blonde. But also, I I honestly think that redheads age and grey so beautifully. Oh, thank you. Whereas me, <laughs> like a fucking skunk. But you've had grey hair for a long time, though, haven't you? Yeah, I started going grey when I was fifteen. Yeah. So you're, you're really committed Nothing to it. Nothing says childhood trauma quite like 15 <laughs> years of age going grey, does it? I'm really committed to the cause. Oh my yeah. God. Um, yeah. So what is it? Day five of being ill. I'm so sick of it. And you know what's really annoying about being ill when you're mum is that you just you don't get mom. to be ill, you know? Yeah. You just don't get to. Still, five past six this morning, my child's having an absolute meltdown because his T-shirt feels weird. And I've just woken up. I can't swallow. My eyes feel all puffy and puffy, puffy and swollen. Oh, you I've know got what? A and I had to deal with that. Um, so yeah, it's been. Although you know what? And the other thing that annoys me, and this is just about me generally, is that yes. I'm very bad at not doing anything, and I always feel that I have to be doing something to. I have to be productive because it's the way I was raised, the way I was yeah. brought up to graft, and um, the only time that I allow myself. To do something like sit down on the sofa and watch some TV is when I'm ill. And that annoys me because I wish I could do that. I need to embrace that a bit more. I want to embrace that being. Yeah, I'm just shit at it. Because even then, you know, in the back of my head, I'm thinking, oh, I should run over doing something, you know, like, oh, it's hard to. I'm like, I am both of those things. So I can sit there and punish myself horrifically while doing nothing. So I'm not really enjoying sitting down because I'm like, oh my God, I should be doing this. Steve's at work. So like, I'm not doing anything. It's like that all the time. And I worry about the fact that not Steve doesn't like, I couldn't stress enough. He says, Laura, I don't give a shit what you do when I'm not here. As long as it's not having sex with other men, I think I'm good. Um, (laughs) But I, yeah, I just uh, have this feeling like I need to, I need to basically be, be the 1950s housewife. But yeah. I don't know about you, mate. I am burnt out at yeah. the moment. I am. Oh, I, I really am. Tired am. I think... to my fucking core. Yeah, and also just uh, it's weird, but I always get ill at this time of year. Every year, Christmas or New Year, I get and I come come down hard with it. Like it's not mm. just a bit of a cold. It's like it always takes me out, and I think psychologically. 
it's the end of the year, isn't it? And there's something a little bit about just letting go and actually being like, oh, I'm really tired. Yeah. I've taken such a battering and I've really taken a battering this year. And it is yeah. just that of like, I don't know, it's just, just oh, I'd love to sign off from work now, wouldn't you? And just have like three weeks off, but we just don't get to do that. Not that I'm complaining. I know no. I'm very privileged. No. To have oh, I'm going time. to Belfast tomorrow, mate. So yeah. I mean, I definitely can't sign off. Exactly. Yeah. I'm not complaining either. I fucking, this is the thing, right? I really love my job. And I remember I used to listen to people, one of my really good friends, and she fucking loves her job. She's worked really hard for it. She's gone to university and she's exceptional at it. And I used to envy, like, she'd be like, oh, you know, like, just work is hard, but she loved it. Yeah. And I never really understood that because I didn't. I just hated work. Like work was ne- it was never a fun thing for me. No. It wasn't something, a career that I chased. It was just a job I fell into and I had to stick at it because it paid me well, but I didn't yeah. enjoy it. And then I went part-time and even then I did two days a week and I'd be dragging myself out there for those two days thinking this is the worst thing ever. And now I have a job that I absolutely fucking love but it's still hard. It's yeah. I still get those days where I'm like, I don't want to have to get up and do anything. No. <laughs> and you'd think, but you love it. So it's like, it's just fun. And it's like, I guess that's the reality of it. It can't always be fun. No, nothing is nothing always fun. Nothing in life is, is always fun. There's always it's going balance, to be something. It? It's a balance. Yeah. Did I tell you that I had Reiki? Oh, you didn't on here and you didn't tell me in detail, oh. but... It was she's the most beautiful person in the world. So this incredible um Reiki lady, yoga teacher, she's called Anya, and she was the lady that did the yoga at the Rebel Moms retreat. And she also did some Reiki for some of the girls there, didn't she? You had it. You had it. You have had the calm healing hands of Anya on you, um, much like I have. And uh so sweet of you know, I I, can't, I don't know if I've said it on here, but my dad died that weekend, so I wasn't there. Um, and the girls that were there all clubbed together and got me and my mum a Reiki session with Anya, and we only just took it up now because, you know, everything's been a bit all over the place. So she came here, my mum came here, and my mum is so... Like, I mean, she's fucking not in a good place anyway, just with the grief. Um, but she's quite like skeptical about anything that's a bit alternative as, as I kind of am not so much anymore, but I used to be. And, um, she went first and basically she fell asleep, which I mean, that's just unheard of for my mom to do something like that. I also fell asleep. Same here. Like I've never fallen asleep in a massage ever in my life. And I love it. It's so relaxing having a massage, but equally there's always just the slight awareness that you're like, I've got my tits out. <laughs> oh, for me, it's always like I might fart. Yeah, I might fart. I'm, I've got my tits out and a stranger is rubbing my bare flesh. Like there's just something about it that I just can't quite disconnect. Um, but the Reiki, oh my God, I just loved it. So my mum had hers first and then she went to sleep in my room. Like she went upstairs and had a sleep for the time that I had mine done. And it was so relaxing. It was, it's open. It's like, but I'm basically addicted to it now and I want to have it regularly because I totally switched off. And I felt really, um, just really calm afterwards. But she said she checked my chakras, right? Because you've got like, I can't remember how many chakras there are. Seven, maybe? I think there's five, but yeah, whatever. But there's one in your um, head and then like your root chakra, which is in your tummy. And she said, my head chakra was like, (laughs) just like so busy. So 
there was just a lot of energy going on up there. And I was like, yeah, that sounds about right. That sounds about right because I can never switch off. And she said, I live in my head. And I'm like, oh, my God, I do live in my head. I don't want to live in my head. <laughs> but she said my root chakra, which is about feeling safe and stable um, and secure, was like dead. Nothing going on down there. Dead. Dead is a dodo. So I've got no flow because... Well, grief obviously will have a massive impact on that. And then also my dad, like he did represent safety and stability. And so that's gone, isn't it? So it makes sense. I was like, what do I do to correct it? So she said to go and stand outside in the garden and with bare feet in the grass for like five minutes every single day and uh, just root yourself to the earth. And like you're almost like drawing up the energy of the earth through your feet. So uh, I did it once. And um, my toes got really cold, actually. <laughs> it isn't a very good time of it's year. It's not a good it? time of year, no. is it? But I was, t- that's um, when I, it was when I'd had my breakdown. I was coming out of my breakdown and then I got COVID, but it was in the times when you had to lock yourself away for X amount of days. Mm. And um, I pretty much combusted at the very idea of having to be inside my house because I just stopped being agoraphobic. <laughs> Oh my God, you were like, I need to get out of here. And I spoke to my friend who's a psychologist and I was like, oh my God, I'm going to be in the house for 10 days. <laughs> I, I, I was, I fucking, I lost it. And she said, she was like, it doesn't matter if it is shitting it down outside, put your coat on, go outside and stand in the grass. She said it's just different side, doesn't it? It's very grounding. Very, Very grand. And I just, because in the summer, I go out in my garden every single day. I go and have a cup of tea in the garden, whatever. And I've just, I, I, I was like, okay, I draw the line at the bare feet, all right? Because also my grass is well squishy. And I came back with like completely oh, muddied yeah. feet. It was like being a bunch of slug. I know. And I was thinking that. And I thought, what if there's a fox shit in here? And I couldn't quite relax. So, no. but I have been going in my garden more and then um, just putting me, I've just been putting my hand in the soil. <laughs> No, that's good. That's the same yeah. thing. That's the same thing. Don't laugh. Don't laugh. Oh, it's, no. a, it's the same thing. I've got those I'm raised saying, beds, oh. so it's very convenient because I can just stand up and just put like basically I finger my raised beds. That's uh, okay. For a bit, and then have a cup of tea. I finger a mud. Finger some mud, and then come back in. I feel like oh, I'm all connected to the earth. My chakra is moving again. It's all lubricated from the fingering. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I would say I think it's Anya. I don't think there's anybody yeah, that's like, ever been more. Like the moment magical. she walked into the room and I'm and I locked eyes with her, I cannot tell you the energy. I don't know. I'm not yeah, there is something about that fucking woman that immediately made me feel very, very, very safe. I mean, when I had mine, I was fucking bawling my eyes out. I literally cradled me like a baby. I was all my mum cried. I didn't cry. I was in like I was in a funny space work-wise because I had a lot going on. And so I think had I not been quite so busy with other stuff, then I would have, you know, it would have been better. And also this taking time out for yourself. I then had to go back once my mum had left and do a shitload of work. And I just undid all the niceness. And next time when I have it, I'm gonna book the rest of the day off and just do like Nice chill stuff, but oh yeah. my god, it's amazing! And uh, excellent news, she what? is doing the yoga at the next Rebel Mums retreat in yeah. April. I'm not going, go. but yeah, so that sounds lovely. In, but, I'm on a cruise. Um, she is officially the uh, RMC yoga Reiki guru. I would basically. say there is nobody else you would want to do Reiki with. I don't. <laughs> I don't think no. I would ever want to do Reiki with anyone else but her. 
no, I'm looking forward to it. Oh, well, I'm going to get her to come back. My mum was like, oh, bloody love that. And then she I had it with day. someone else and it was shit. Really? Yeah. It was it's, shit. Because it is weird. They don't really do I didn't believe in it because of how you. shit it was. Yeah, that's it, isn't it? They just put their hands on you in different places. But and I know it's... Do you know what's so weird about it? It's like, at one point, I could have sworn her hands were like on my chest, but they're on my feet. Like this is because you've got your eyes closed. It's just really weird. They're like, oh yeah, I've definitely got something going on. Why is she touching my boobies? And you're like, oh, no, she's not. She's having a uh, on me toes. This is weird. But yeah, I'd highly recommend it if you're an absolute stress head who can't disconnect from life. Go and do a bit. I of mean, Reiki. I didn't disconnect throughout the whole of Reiki, so I can't say that it helped me disconnect. I went to just sleep. Cry. I actually went into that weird state before you fall asleep, and you're like kind of doing that weird dreaming. That's where yeah. I was. That's where that's I what was, I've done baby. in reflexology before. The, yeah, oh, she said about that as well. My my reflexologist has moved to Wales, and I'm so fucking sad because she was is the best. Um, but the two times that she did reflexology on me and I went to sleep and that is really fucking uncommon for me because I don't ever switch off. No, oh no, it's a fucking curse. <laughs> it is a curse. I'm a curse. Let's see the well, curse with the non-switch oh, off. Oh my goodness. Um, right, should we have some sort of story or something? Yeah. Oh, uh, and can we just um, say now that the week of the second, well, the week of the 1st of January... The episode will either be coming out on the 2nd of January or the 3rd because it will be a slightly delayed record. So if we give you that preemptive strike now, you will not be surprised if it's not in your lug holes. Do not stress. Do not fret. We will be back. Yeah, it's just recording schedule and Christmas and kids and all the rest of it, as you all know. Trying Um, to slot everything in. Right, a story. Okay, I've got one here. This is... um... I've never heard this term before. This happened to a friend of mine when we were at uni. She was on a train with her sister um, and was not in the most sort of respectful part of town, whatever that means. Interpret it as you will. She noticed a woman get on that was full bogan. No, I've never heard that before. So we live in Sydney, Australia. So it's full Aussie bogan. I don't know what, what that, that means. What does a bo- what's a bogan? Do we need to do we need to fact check? Little, that do a little, yeah, let's just Wait, yeah, sure. let's, let's, let's make sure he's not gonna get us cancelled. Old Aussie bogan. <laughs> and by noticed her, I mean she was yelling, talking at her companion about all and sundry. This sort of thing wasn't totally out of the ordinary. So my friend ignored the random rants and continued chatting to her sister. The next thing she hears is the bogan saying, Shit, I think I hear my period. And she then reaches into her pants to check. Out come two blood-covered fingers. Oh, my Lord. With which she looks at and then wipes onto the nearest pole. Oh, my God. They're on the train. They're on the train. Just to confirm, they're basically roughens as in like proper skanks okay proper skanks all right unrefined is the unrefined but this time my friend is bordering on vomiting and wanting to jump off the moving train after the realization that she's got her period the bogan proceeds to ask horrified passengers if they have a spare pad Oh my God! All the while, continuing to grab at poles and smear oh, more blood. No, stop! Oh my God! My friend's sister has had her back to all of this and hadn't seen the horror and was in ignorant bliss. The bogan isn't having any luck and gets to my friend and sister. My friend just shakes her head no, but her sister says, "Oh yeah, I've got one," and hands it over. Next second, 
She has it unwrapped and is once again shoving her hand down her pants to put it in place. They both look at each other and get up to get off at the next stop. My friend says under her breath to her sister, do not touch any of the fucking poles. (laughs) 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 Thanks for all the laughs, lags. Cheers. Oh my god! I mean, like you know, let's all be embracing of periods. And I think there's a line that there you know, there is a line. There's you know, I don't know even how I feel about free bleeding, to be honest with you. And that's that's purely based on the fact that me personally, I don't particularly like the feel of it. Where you know what it's like when you've leaked and like. Yeah. It just feels fucking horrible. Like whenever I hear that, I just have to say, "Cause I'm free." <laughs> Bleeding. Bleeding. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, just, I inadvertently oh. free bleed, mate, because my periods can be so sort of weird. Like, you know, like you think you're finished and then two days later, yeah. you're like, oh. oh, hello. So I've just got to make sure I wear black knickers for the whole sort of week leading up never to Never wear white trousers. No, no. I mean, who I mean, would? Never. never. <laughs> the 1980s, of course, they want their trousers wet. Wait, did I tell you? I'm, I can't remember. I just can't remember anything that I've shared on this bloody podcast. But when I gave birth to Oliver at home, the midwife turned up in white trousers. Yes. Yes, we did talk about that. They're just yeah. the inappropriate clothing choice. It is an inappropriate <laughs> clothing choice, yeah. But yeah, no, 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 no. No, not in not checking your minge, fingering yourself to check for blood. And like don't get transport. me wrong, like I'm quite liberal. Yeah. I'm pretty laid back about a lot of things. That's not cool. I mean, also, if you are going to do that, can you please wipe your fingers on a tissue? Don't go and put them all over the poles on public transport. At the very least, or just don't do it. (laughs) And I know that some people would be like, oh, that's just because we've been shamed by a culture that this is how we should behave. All the periods are disgusting. No. No, it's blood. It would apply to someone shitting themselves. Yeah. If you think you've shit yourself, don't finger your bum hole and then check it and then wipe it on a pole but it comes uh, back to the same thing geez, shit would be so anything, much more offensive not, don't put any of that and no bodily fluids are allowed to Remembering, be exposed on public transport and you don't know you could catch you know I don't know Ebola <laughs> not from period blood but maybe from poo I don't know <laughs> who fucking knows I think poo and, and bogey though Because it's just full of germs Isn't it You yeah. can catch anything From anybody fluid No sure. it's just it, I really do, I don't like public places As it is I know. So if I saw that That would be And then I, I know me I know To a fucking TVIC I would somehow manage To grab hold of the pole And get blood on my hand I know yeah. it <laughs> I know it I know Because that is just A type of shit That happens to me But imagine also If you hadn't witnessed That sort of Scene oh, unfolding, gosh. and then you got on, and then oh, you touched gosh. the pole, and you were like, Where is oh, the movement? You know, I get really get freaked the out touching the, the inside poles. Out. Yeah, like touching the poles in the underground really freaks me out. I'm always I like, I know, mate, but the fear of here. falling over freaks me out more, so I have to hold them. Yeah, of course. Yeah, you've got and to. The, and the es- escalator. Yeah, escalator. You've got to hold so on. If you fall back, have you ever seen someone fall on an escalator? Fuck my life. Yeah. Well, I've got a massive me. scar on my leg from falling up the escalator. And you know how it's a really jagged step? You know yeah. what I mean? Like there's those, they're essentially spikes. It pierced a huge hole in my leg. I am not surprised. I actually have a full on scar from it. I yeah, remember really cool. watching it. Do you remember that 999? Yeah. I the, love two, that program. I know. It was like Why? the it was so 90s. Stressful. Awful. Two episodes that I've never, ever forgotten. 
One of them was a girl who was mucking around in a jacuzzi and she got her hair caught. Hair caught in the vent, yes. Yeah, Scarred me for that life. One, yeah. I was like, oh my God. And then the <laughs> other one was the girl that fell down the escalator and her hair got caught in oh the escalator God. moving. And, oh, oh my God. It was all... It, her whole it scalp got basically taken basically, off. She, well, she pretty much, yeah. But did she die? No, because it was always no. they survived, no, didn't they? they survived, yeah. Just with but horrific that, you know, life-changing like, injuries. If you ever wanted to scare your children to never really do anything with their life, it was get them to watch that show. Oh, God. Why were we allowed to watch it? I swear it was like on Mate. a pre-watershed on a Saturday in the 80s or the 90s. Mate, I, I was allowed to watch, you know, Bergerac was my TV channel or, or episode of choice. the presenter? Was it Michael Burke? Yes, I love him. There's something so reassuring about him. But I think also because he just had such a serious tone to him. Yeah, he, he really did. took it seriously when he spoke. He you know? did. He commanded I the attention. I did share of the everyone. story about that woman that took the tampon out on the tube and just yes. kind of like lassoed it and chucked it down the carriage. <laughs> that wasn't me. My friend with this monstrosity. I, imagine if it hit you in the face. Oh God, don't imagine. Oh, I die. I think in that moment that would be like you have to give me CPR. I she think was I very wouldn't. inebriated. Very. I'd want to hope so. But this this bogan, she doesn't sound like she was on the. The old source, does she? She's no, just she like sounds... this is like casually nine a.m. So it's on like a, a mullet wearing, unrefined. You know, I would, I, you could potentially describe them as a particular kind of person that lives in this country, and I'm right. sure we can all imagine. But I'm not going to. So wherever your mind takes you, there you <laughs> go. Um, that sort. Um, just talking about uh, being in public. A man, a dad on the school run today. Right in front of me. I mean, if I put my hand out, I could have touched him. He fucking farted. Stop. But it no, was he like didn't. on you. He farted on you. It was. His... It may as well have been on me. Was it loud? I. You know, I was so shocked. <laughs> was it loud? Maybe he was shocked. It was like it sounded like not that dissimilar from one of mine. Like it was. Oh just God, I know proper. exactly the type. Like. <laughs> Like that. It's like, Maybe he was hoping to. It was going to be a silent. My face. Was violent. He was pretty bow legged. Anyone? I was like, "Have you shot yourself, mate? Um, is <laughs> it you walking like that? Cause that sounds like a wet, sloppy slurry of shit has come out of your ass." But there was no shame. It was so busy. There was so many parents because my drop off is really hectic. Like you go into the playground, everyone's going in, and it's a big school. Even though it's primary school, there's a lot of kids there. And it's just mental. Like, you're like, oh, yeah, oh, yeah. Trying not to bump into kids, scooters running over your feet, parents on their phones not looking where they're going, whatever. So there's lots of people. And he just just brazenly dropped it and had no shame whatsoever. I did think it was hilarious. But I was right behind him. And I was like, I'm in your poo particles, mate. Yeah. You've been infiltrated by him. I'm pretty sure some of his DNA went in your mouth now. You could be impregnated by him. I was sort of like it was a 50-50 of just being really impressed and sort of in awe of his complete and utter no shame and then 50 disgust of like how but dare for you. me and I guess it's living with a man that's much like you when it comes to anus activity I would I'd be angry yeah immediately because it's like so, do you know what I have to live with and but like even, even when flinch. I'm free of him he didn't flinch and you know sometimes you're like was that far but this was like that was a fart. You just fired at me. When you don't flinch over situations like that in public, you know you've gone too far. <laughs> yeah, do you need you, to have a word you with have yourself. To pretend that it never happened. <laughs> oh shit! I did actually. I was in um, 
TK Maxx yesterday, just getting a few last Christmas prezzies. Had to buy for the old teachers. Fucking hell, what do you buy for your teachers? Uh, I let Tony go wild in home bargains this time. You let them kid choose? Yeah. What did you get? Because I feel like that's going to be a shit present. It was. I mean, (laughs) it's certainly, you know, like I would have gone for something nicer, but also, you know, he really fucking loves his teachers. So I was like, would you like to do it? And he was like, yes, please. Uh, So he got a uh, mug that's like, was it a gingerbread man? And there's a little pocket in the front to put the biscuit. He got quality streets. And then he got a selection of um, like celebration hot chocolates. Oh, yeah. And then I put a space mask in because I Mate, thought that's not too bad, is it? That's all right. It's quite a good I, little selection. I, personally, you know, I prefer to go a little bit more refined, but a bit more bougie, yeah. He's eight. I just go voucher because I just think. I, I bet they get loads of fucking I know, that's shit, the thing. And they? They, so must, they must have like 900 fucking mugs. I was yeah. like, are you sure you want to get a mug? And he was like, yeah. I was like, oh, okay. It's fine. It ends up in the staff room. It's it's all good. Yeah. And they're like, that's my fucking mug. Don't use it. I know that. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I did that. And, I, and then because I've got this cough and like just general cold, I did cough up. Oh, God. Yeah. yeah. No, you can't help that, love. Oh, no. And it's I just... have a big coat on, so I think it just got contained. Yeah, I just, are you able to hold your anus? Like, I can hold mine and cough. Not when I'm ill. Like, not mm. when I'm like proper coughing. I was really farty yesterday. I don't know what happened. <laughs> Probably that shit dinner that Rob made Maybe. <laughs> Maybe it was because of the fact that, you know, when you breathe a lot through your mouth, you're taking in extra air. It's passing That's through. That's it. There you go. It's going down. Your anger is just air. It didn't smell. Way. It was fine. Although I no. say that, I got into the car and like opened my sure. coat up and I just got hit with like a... <laughs> I got hit with like just a, a mushroom cloud of my own farts because yeah. they've just been contained in the big coat. I love that teddy coat. I just coat. get really cross. Like, I don't know what it is. It just makes me really cross when I smell other people's farts. Oh yeah, don't worry. They didn't escape the coat. It's like insulation for your bumhole. That coat. It's great. Yeah. <laughs> Have you got a story? Oh my god! I've got. I've got... Oh, I I've, only, I've only partially read it, but it, that is enough. I don't need to read anymore. Go. Okay. Just some funny shit that happened. My partner and I were living with my mum, saving for a house. We would often chill in our bedroom and watch TV. Our TV is a smart TV, as most are nowadays. We found something on Netflix and we got to watching. About 20 20 minutes in, my mum pops her head around the door to say that she's having a bath. We only have one bathroom in the house. We continue watching... Another 15 minutes later, a pop-up appears on my TV screen. It looks like a dodgy porn site. Meet Angela, milfs near you type thing. Oh my God. Took me what felt like a lifetime to realise the image was my mother. (laughs) (laughs) I scramble for the remote whilst my partner is still bemused, looking at the image in disbelief until I shout, That's my mum! After turning off the TV and having a cigarette to calm down, I hear my mum scuttle into her room upstairs, obviously to what had just happened. I peeked my head around her door and asked, have you been sending naughty photos? And she tells me no, whilst being bright red in the face. I cannot contain the laughter and tell her that our movie was interrupted by a photo of her. Luckily, um, belly bottom up. Oh, belly button up. Okay. Okay. Naked in the bath. No funny. No funny, yeah. Her face dropped and she turned white as a sheet. I got 
I got her to get up a decent image on her phone and show me what belly button, uh, what belly button, what button she had pressed and took her to our room. Turns out she had clicked the Wi-Fi direct rather than WhatsApp to share her image. My mother turned the TV uh, and turned to the TV absolutely horrified and asked, um, is that how big it came up? Fucking right. 42 inch mother. She's yet to live it down. She's yet to live it down eight years on. (laughs) Oh my God. I mean, this is the problem. I would absolutely not survive seeing a slight picture of my mum. But it's it. This is the problem with the older generation and technology. They just don't fucking get it. Thankfully, my mum wouldn't have a fucking clear to take a slight picture of herself, let alone share it. Are you sure about that? Well, I don't know. I don't want to know either. <laughs> I would. I wouldn't. I wouldn't recover. Like I know some people have really good relationships with their mum like that. Not a, what would you do if you saw Trish like that? I mean, it just wouldn't even happen because that's. I know. She's but, like I, I know, a it, innocent it, little virgin my mom remove the innocent virgin what would you do what would you do if you and rob were laying on the bed and a picture a slutty picture of your mum i think it'd be hilarious mate i'd absolutely piss my i pants. think i'd actually throw up <laughs> i really think oh, i'd have such a physical aversion to it, I, it could, I, i'd just be like if it was steve's mum like, i find it hysterical i might find it a bit much that it would only happen in five months after my dad died that might that would be <laughs> that might that might sting <laughs> I would think it was hilarious if it was Steve's mum, but not my mum. Yeah, I mean, also, I don't think that I'm going to say that my mum is not of the sexy selfie generation. She's not of the selfie generation. Like, she wouldn't think to just take a picture of herself, I don't think. Yeah. And I mean, she can't even attach an attachment to an email. So, you know, she's not very. She's not very good on the uh, technology anyway. She, what she calls, she still calls Facebook my my face. <laughs> my face. <laughs> That's my so face. much of a split between MySpace and Facebook. Brilliant. My, my face. face. I love it. There should be a. I think it should be called that. It's a much better yeah. name for it. It makes me laugh every time. Um, yeah. I mean, fucking hell. I wonder what the how that would affect the partner. Yeah. Maybe he's a bit turned on. Oh, God, imagine. Oh, no. That's definitely divorce proceedings, isn't it? I, I mean, I can de- I can safely say that would not turn Steve on. No. No, <laughs> definitely not. I, do, I honestly just couldn't put my mum in that um, sort of, yeah, context because... No, neither can I. I mean, I think good for her. That's fucking great. But, but personally, also, I as don't a ch- need to see it at 42 inches. Yeah, I think as much. a child, if there's some things that you can safely grow up and know that you don't have to be privy to... Yeah. Like emotionally, I'm not going to be any worse off for not knowing if my mum can do that or not. If anything, I believe I will be emotionally better off for not knowing. No, exactly. <laughs> Just rather not know anything about that side of you. Yeah. It's like I don't like want people, my kids you know, to know like the sexual like, side of me. That's no. okay. You know, like people are like, oh, my mum or like whoever, family person, my best friend, my best friend. And I'm like, really? I know. I My best friends are people that... I have told my deepest, darkest, most shameful secrets to. I know it's mad. Like I think, family. like my my best friends are not family. My best friends are like my. Well, they're they're not family. I don't know how else to put it. <laughs> they couldn't be more removed from my family because I wouldn't tell everything to my family. No, I never have done either. <clears throat> no, not stuff like that. Jesus Christ. No, no. What if it was you on the screen and it was your kids, what would you do? 
Oh well, see, God. not now because they're too young, but in the in the like future of you know, I, I, I would say I think we we should go to family therapy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I will be that parent. I, I mean, I think my kids are already going to hate how much I'm going to be like. I think we need to go to therapy over this trauma and work through it. <laughs> They're like, "Fuck off, mum! Not therapy again! Not therapy again!" No, Your they, emotions they are need valid, to go. and I completely empathise and understand where you're coming from with them. I do believe that my naked breasts have traumatised you, and that it is absolutely necessary for you to sell. spend the next eight weeks talking about it. Yeah, in family <laughs> therapy with your dad and I. <laughs> oh my god! Absolutely mortifying. That is mortifying. Like it's just anything to do with parents. It's a big no. Like I swear to God, I think that after I was born, my mum and dad never touched each other again. <laughs> and I, I am blissfully nearly forty, and truly and utterly believe that to be the case. Well, and I'm no, okay with that. Yeah. No, I walked in and my mum and dad having sex all the time, didn't never. I? Never. Yeah. Never. 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 The sexy lingerie and the fireplace and everything. Well, yeah, we're. We're obviously getting a log burner. Oh yes! Oh my goodness! I'm so. I don't know if I've talked about it on the podcast. You. you haven't. You've told me, but I'm very excited. Now, Steve, when I told him, you know, like blah 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 blah, he's going to come round, measure up, and this, that, and the other. And he was like, "Oh my god, I so hope it's here for Christmas." He said, "Christmas Eve, we can put the fire on." I'm like, mm, "Yeah," and he's like, "And we can get a blanket and lay down on the floor." And I'm like, "Oh, okay." And he said, "And then I will wipe my sweaty testicles up and down your face." <laughs> like, <laughs> Thanks, mate. That's immediately. So yeah, and then when when he was round and he was measuring up and he was telling us and he was like, you know, it's going to be January. I could see Steve's face, genuine disappointment. As soon as he walked out, Steve went, no sweaty testicles for you then Christmas <laughs> Eve. I was like, oh no, I'm so gutted. <laughs> Can I ask you, right? Because I think there's going to be an insane price comparison here. How much is it costing, if you don't mind divulging that? That is an interesting thing because that's what I was going to ask you. Yeah, because I had much? a quote for this. How much? Go on, tell Five me. Five grand. 2400 It's mental, isn't it? Yeah. But to be fair, we're not going for a super fancy. No, this like, was like, this was literally to prepare the fireplace, do the insulation shit, do the chimney, and put the fireplace in. And it was basic burner. In fact, no, because someone was going to gift me the burner. The burner itself was like, a thousand pounds but a company was like very kindly like yes we'll gift it to you and then without the burner it was like four thousand seven hundred we're having a fucking slate um hearth with that as well that's what happens when you live in Portsmouth <laughs> yeah it's ridiculous I can't I can't fathom it it doesn't I know it's just annoying though isn't it but it's, it's like the cost of property isn't it like the yeah. difference between it's just London. and i guess it's I also live in the, the cost capital, of living that's it, isn't it? tradesmen will yeah. have to charge more because everything's more yeah yeah it's like london's prices isn't it yes yeah, it is crazy it's <laughs> so mad uh, but yeah we're um, unfortunately steve won't be obviously treating me to a testicle oh mom absolutely can't wait for you to have it put in mate i'm so excited for you it's such a thrill making a little fire isn't it oh well i'm i am a pyromaniac i get yeah, that from too. my dad I absolutely yeah. love making fire. Rob so... is the shittest fire maker. Steve don't get a fucking look in. Whenever we stay anywhere that's got a log burn, he's like, don't worry, I'll uh, be in charge of the... Uh, 
Like, yeah, I'll be in charge of the fire. I'm like, no, you won't, mate, because we'll be freezing cold. <laughs> like, always have to step in because you just never get it to work. I'm like, just leave it alone. Always over it. Just like, stoke it, do that. Oh, I need some more lighters. I'm like, no, you just got no fucking fire lighting skills. Move out the way for the professional. But yeah, I love it. I just love having one. Was was this a bit of a boring chat? I think oh, it might have Not been. for me because I fucking love fireplaces. All right, well, so let's round off then. Let's round off. Let's round off. If you want to keep sending us your stories, any other business, you know the bloody school by now, uh, you can email us at noholdsbarpodcast at gmail.com. Or what else can they do, Laura? They can head on over to our Instagram page at noholdsbarpodcast and slide on into our DMs. And don't forget, uh, sex toys, sex toys, sex toys. You won't get them for Christmas though, mate. No, you get the sex toys, but you won't get any of the merch. Um, So yeah, if you want to get a sex toy, you can get that still. The, the posting dates are late for the sex toys, but it's a separate company that do the merch. So, yeah, you've missed your fucking chance if you wanted yeah. to get merch for Christmas. Um, but anyway, yeah, just go and check out all our wares there. And uh, more wares? One wares. One more week to go until the big day. Tomorrow. Well, technically, when this goes out, it won't be. It'll be days, won't it? Or will it be? No, no, it'll still be a week because it's on Monday, the following Monday. Oh, so it'll be Boxing Day then. The next one after this will be Boxing yeah. Day. Yeah. Sorry, I'm really struggling. I don't with know this concept. I am, who I am. All right, we will see you next week. See you later. Next slags. week. Bye. Bye. Hi, my name is Kay Adams, and to be honest, I'm not so good with the aging process, so I enlisted my old chum, the filter-free Cara McKenzie, to advise. Could you imagine being a porn star? The room would need to be really hot for me to strip <laughs> off. To be honest, she's not much help, but she is rather amusing. And along with some great guests, Joe Brand, Andy Oliver, Anton Dubeck, Ruth Langsford, and Craig Revel Horwood, darling, we are learning how to be 60. Listen wherever you get your podcasts.